0: Right, shock. Shock.
1: you, you, you got to give me a heads up too. of this shit. Oh, okay, all right. Well, not, not you, Matt. I oh, because you did because you didn't know either. <laughs> That's correct. Because you did not know either. That is correct. But I'm not happy.
2: Matt has seen the show. Because Matt and Paulette actually had dinner. Yes. Yes, he did.
1: Well, apparently, the restaurant has a little dancing ceiling show that I've not known about. Yes, they do. Ugh. You've worked there for all these years. I've lived with you for all these years, and (laughs) you didn't tell me of this little miniature theme park attraction in your own goddamn restaurant. Oh, I'm sure he
2: has. We have several shows that are part of the dining experience, but... uh, uh, on the other hand,
3: oh, I, are not going to show
1: about the animatronics? Is there a dark ride that leads you to your table?
3: Maybe <laughs> there's uh, there's the KFC KFC. Whoa, there's the there's a the combo, animatronics from the golf uh, mini golf place. That's where they ended up. Oh, the the kiss, kiss, yeah, the kiss, kiss mini kiss animatronics. Uh, we we reskinned <laughs> them, but they yeah they, they have they have like little chef jackets on and shit.
2: So <laughs> well, we we in gets- them, and one of them does the noodle show, where it demonstrates how you make noodles. Uh, Not that smooth, very, very, <laughs> like very, very jerky. jerky yeah. We call
1: them jerky noodle. Yeah.
2: Oh god! I can't believe I've actually just said now where I work on on the air. Yeah,
0: da, really. Da,
1: da, 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 we're we talking da, da, about da, da.
0: your uh, place of uh, oh, employment. Oh yes, we yes. are.
1: uh show you now.
3: Now,
0: Jaden,
4: oh,
3: like, oh, okay. Pat say, Spurl, so they're going to be <coughs> showing up, you show. know, surprising. Too him. expensive. <laughs> and there's uh,
0: <laughs> actually I know one I
2: know one of our fans uh, knows where I work because they. Uh, I was I was doing my thing and uh, came over and shook my hand and said he's like '80s and I'm like yes and like, wow. oh and then tr-
0: introduced himself. So. Isn't
3: isn't that, that kind of I don't
0: I I prefer people to wash <laughs> if they're doing their thing before I shake hands. <laughs> man, it's <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's wow. Okay,
3: I don't know, man. You're the looking the, at me weird. The, the, Matt. the time Is that it? I was in the Excalibur helping out some some of our customers and then I see this person hovering behind them. Like looking, looking, like gathering the balls to come over and ask, and I'm like, I'm not even. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes people don't like
0: to. Maple leaf? I'm like, but they said it in an. Yeah, Australian blow accent. my ear out. <laughs> that's they said great. it in an Australian <laughs> accent, though. That's, that's still that is probably gonna be the greatest story. <laughs> probably will be. <clears throat>
2: yeah, some people just don't know how to. How to how to do the approach without coming across as the crazy stalkery uh like, like fan.
1: Like I, you hear in the distance, hey you guys. I'm that way. I'm super that way. I know. I mean with, with you blinded Jim Carrey. With with any and all <laughs> well, celebrities, right. uh whether they're celebrities or not, whether if my mind sees them as a celebrity. Yeah. Uh, like Mikey Newman at uh, Scoopfest. I yeah. I mean, I I love the guy, I love his work. This is before I even realized he was in Borderlands too. Right. which just, I would have been fucked yeah. if I'd have known that going in. Uh, right. So, but just to approach him and I love your work, I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a goofball. I'm lucky because with Mikey,
0: I had a great intro because I've shown his What Star Wars Is All About video mm. to a couple of friends and the second half of it always brings people to tears. God damn it! Does and so it I, absolutely. I does. came up to him and I told him, "I do this with my friends who are really big Star Wars fans, and it always it always affects them." And he was like,
3: "Oh my God!" He's like, "Thanks, man." Yeah.
0: Then he hugged me. So. And then you were like. Oh, yeah, and then, and then I was
3: like, <laughs> 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 and then I think two
0: days later I offended him because we said goodbye as we were leaving, and he was in an, an intense discussion. Oh. I think I I think I faux pod. Uh, he answers me on Twitter once in a while, so he may not remember <laughs> me. But, yeah, I think I faux pod.
3: Oh, now we know. He's that guy. Yeah, okay, and, so. and
0: he's no doubt listening to this, That's so correct. shit. That's right. We're in trouble.
3: Dude, we were at Scoop Fest, too, okay? We're all big players. <laughs> <laughs> all right? <laughs> wow! And we open up the whole fucking thing. Did we? I, did we? I believe so.
1: I don't know, did yeah,
0: we? we? Did. I mean, somebody yeah, confirmed we that for me, would that. you uh, <laughs> please?
1: Uh, <laughs> <I, I, laughs> Welcome folks to Geek Shock number 498. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk week and Geek that we're missing somebody. Uh, yep. No, we're not. Perfect. Beautiful show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: four voices.
1: It's much clearer
0: that way. Yeah. Just I the actually, way Barry Manilow intended. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wrote down a list of stuff because all this free time for talking now, <laughs> You got to fill it. Yeah, how are we going to make two hours? But,
1: but you were going to say something, Jeff. I had to start the show.
0: <laughs> oh, I was just saying that uh,
2: we did get you know some of the best laughs at Scoopfest until movies with Mikey happened. And I think you know he took it from there. Movies with Mikey is awesome. Yeah. Well. So.
1: And with this face, we did have an awesome balls-to-the-wall script. Right. Like Scully. Yeah. 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 Scully. Was good. Scully that knocked it out of the park. I still haven't seen that. I still haven't listened to that. That's out there. Not the sound effects version that I promised ages ago, but oh, okay. the, uh, the original Lives yeah. track is out there. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well,
2: so. that's, that's one of those projects that, you know, it sounds like a good idea at the time, and then you start working on it, and you're like, wow, this is going to be way more difficult than I thought it would be. Oh, take. yeah. I've yeah. I've done more than a few of those where I'm just like I just you sit down in front of the oh the workstation and you're like, oh fuck I got to do this too to do this and then this and then this is like, yeah that's gonna take some hours
1: in my it's gonna be in my will for Jeff to finish it when <laughs> probably oh
2: great <laughs> I'm already in somebody else's will to finish a project oh so, wow yeah <laughs> that's I think what, I think that's, that's what, the game table Matt <laughs> yes
0: yes
3: that's right no that that's that's
0: major man.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Uh, you know, we've had Vernon on the show.
0: As Andy passes away, we can finally get it done because then, <laughs> then Major Matt will have no choice but to go, well,
2: okay. This is for you, Andy. <laughs> well, people remember that Vernon uh, has guested on our show. Uh, Kirsten and I worked with him at Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, Ver, uh, Vernon has a uh, documentary series called uh, My Experience, and <laughs> he pulled me aside one time at a party and was like, all right, he's like, If anything ever happens to me, you're one of the few people I could trust to finish the project. I was like,
0: (laughs) okay. Vernon, you can't trust yourself to finish it. (laughs) So So it's like the gaming table. Yeah. Yeah. Vernon passes, but finally get it. Vernon andied himself on that one. (laughs) So, yeah. He's doing two or three hours. I think it's working out to two or three hours per year that it was. Open, but he also does a year before it opened. Yeah. So
1: he's. So right now we're looking at a 14 hour documentary.
0: Uh, 16, no.
2: 16 was the last one he told me. Yeah. He said he was oh, estimating sorry. it was a Mine 16 was hour documentary. Version. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, he said the. Well, uh, the last you time I talked for to him about it.
0: 10, and, ten, ten and, yeah. and a half years. Yeah.
2: He, the the yeah. last thing that he told me about it, like uh, in conversation about it, was that. His biggest problem is he suddenly just gets volumes of material related to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. From various sources. And he said, in many of them, I don't even know. Suddenly they just submit stuff. Yeah. And I go through it. He's like, I go through it, and there's this plethora of great material. And I'm like,
0: He has to re edit previous episodes.
2: So he's done. So he has, yeah, he's like, he's got. The, I think That's it was funny. episodes one That's and funny. two were yeah. completely done in the can. He went and re-edited those a couple of times, yep. re-released them, yep. and then suddenly he had, I thought he told me like 30 hours of new footage he, that yeah. he was trying to figure out how to add back into the first two episodes. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. it's hilarious. It's just hilarious. It, so he can't even make new stuff because he's so yeah. busy constantly updating the old stuff. Yep, because <laughs> it, the majority
2: of it, he said, was related to the first few years yeah. of the operation, like, right, leading right up to it being constructed and, and built, and then the first couple of years of it being open.
0: And you so. think Jeff is OCD. Oh, yeah. W- when it comes to his videos, yeah, Vernon's, Vernon, very... Vernon's ass is tight. Oh, okay. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like Lump of coal turned to diamond? Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Like like turns it into a little neutron star. Or <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh wow. It's funny.
1: Wow. Okay. So. Uh, so, uh gentlemen what geeky things you do this week? Oh boy, I watched the boys. You watched the all the boys? I benched them.
0: Wow. Benched them? Benched them. Benched them. You benched, benched, you benched the, boys. the boys? I can't bench him. My mad boys? shoulder won't You're let playing me.
3: Playing with the boys. Oh Jesus! Well, <laughs> you know,
0: I wasn't going to say that on the air. That's next th- week. You have to save that but one, for dude. Next anyone week. who's taken a class knows one hundred percent of guys do that. So, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oil up and play volleyball. What? <laughs>
1: but uh, oh man! So so you saw all the boys, Kay? Yep. Who else here watched the boys?
3: I'm three episodes in.
1: I didn't get a chance to start it yet. Okay, so you're three in. And Jeff and I have not started it. I'm very excited to start it.
2: Well, I, I recorded. Um, uh,
0: shoot, the, the boys? Did it? you record How the boys? How no, re- I just. Oh. Okay, he's explaining why he didn't watch the boys because he recorded the, something the, else that, that, that made a great impression on him. Apparently, <laughs> shoot, the the new Alfred Pennyworth uh, series. Oh, Pennyworth?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, on Epics,
1: <laughs>
2: I recorded it, and I was planning to watch it last night before I went to bed, and I actually fell asleep watching TV. So,
0: how oh, fun! I didn't Ooh, get a chance exciting to, TV so. show. Exciting. Uh, well, no, I didn't. DC, I, no, yes, I had a from again. Jeff. I went to sleep watching this. I didn't start watching DC, it. I was watching
2: again. TV. <laughs> I saw that it was coming on. He fell asleep during the previews. I saw that it was currently on, so I set it up to record the next airing, which was like about an hour later. And uh,
3: let me guess, first episode, Master Bruce, would you like your eggs in bed or would you like some tea? No. Oh, what okay. a flawless accent! So, you, yeah, you nailed I, that. I thought
0: you was in the room. <laughs> I'm, I, I well, was I'm ready f- to order some. <laughs> I'm <laughs> floored. I, well, you I feel know, he's, rich. He's <laughs> yeah. part
2: of the Commonwealth. <laughs> one he's part of the Commonwealth. Oh, one half percent. <laughs> okay.
3: okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, so no, my falling asleep was not a knock on the show. It was literally me. Uh, trying to kill time like until it he, came on, and then feels I fell he asleep. has to
0: cover that. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, like, anyone's going to come away going, wow, that fucker Jeff.
1: <laughs> so you were going to watch it live. It's, like a it's coming up desist, soon. Jeffrey. Well, I set it up to record just in Cease case. and desist. And I
2: fell asleep waiting to, for the next airing, which was an hour after.
1: So which begs the question, what were you watching that you fell asleep to? <laughs> Investigation discovery. All right.
2: Oh, that, that typically will put me to sleep because the narration so, is... So, good choice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> is that a jo- Josh Gates? No, that's Treasure One. one All right. Josh Gates? Expedition <laughs> so Unknown. So, yeah, The Boys. That's Expedition Unknown. Yeah, yeah. That
1: okay, great. so Jeff and I are out of the conversation because we haven't seen it yet. But so, you two, <laughs> tell me about The Boys.
0: Well, I can't... i let... Yeah. a boy, I'll let you, well, well, it's do- not it's double, saying that. It's double difficult because people are reading the first volume of The Trade. Because I want to talk about everything. You can't. um, except that they're I think they're keeping they've made changes, Mm -hmm. but they're keeping to the spirit of the comic. Well, much was apparent from the preview. And they are well, I I don't I don't just mean in terms of like violent depictions and uh, and stuff. I mean in terms of plotting. Well, give us and in terms of theme and where they're going with stuff. There's one difference I can't talk about it. Okay. But there is one difference that I'm like, uh, I I think they're they're either missing the point on something or they're waiting. I don't know which. Well, hmm. okay, well, for for those who have never read the comic, give us a synopsis of what the comic is about. So the comic that is it would entice people ultra to watch it, hyper violent uh, story of a world where superheroes exist. They're corporately controlled through a company, and. They are sponsored, and they are basically shepherded, and... And
1: very, very (coughs) human.
0: Very commercialized. And the soups are... It's basically... Think Hancock. It's basically a look at people with power. What happens when people have power? And that's like a big, big theme of it. Okay. And uh, in fact, uh, one of the Twitter... I saw a bunch of Twitter critiques from a bunch of don't-get-it-buttheads. <clears throat> yeah, that's my favorite kind of button. One of the Twitter critiques is it's like, you know, Hollywood, they just they can't write a story where anybody with power would do any good with it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> um. have you looked at the history of humanity exactly. over the last 7,000-plus sort of like, years? <laughs> it's, it's like, guys, that's, that's what this commentary is about, you know? So it's, uh, but it's. There's a line in there by one of the characters. He basically, in the TV show or comic. The TV show. Okay. Oh, you're still in the comics. No, so. no,
3: no, no. I'm just. Um, you he goes. It. You're nothing but a worthless meat bag.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, second class citizen. Like you're looking at right. the two different right. types of humans. Right. Type
0: thing. And there, there, there are some differences. Filled with blood and ew, because he just. Um, and yeah. now have you two. Yeah. Read any of the comics? Oh, no, that's
2: the, that's part of the reason I was asking. I've, I've read most of read
0: them. Oh, okay, so it can't even. God, God damn it! There's always one of you, right? Thank God Andy's not here. <laughs> um, uh,
2: and, I believe I have it downloaded on my tablet. I had set mm-hmm. it up by, but because uh, I saw that it was coming up, it popped up on, on uh, Prime Reading and was like, like since the series is starting. Why not introduce yourself to the comic? And I'm like, okay, Matt. I
1: think you borrowed mine from me. Yes, three yeah. copies, right? Yeah, the first yeah. three volumes. I didn't even get no. the
0: trades. I bought it issue by issue. Oh, God, God, back wow. Then it came out, that's that's
2: that's some hardcore dedication. Yeah. Right
0: there. Oh, dude. It was, I can't handle that anymore.
2: It's like I'll I'll wait a year for the trade to come out as opposed to try to yeah. piecemeal together the.
0: But there there are bits and there there's one thing I want to. Right right near at the beginning of the first episode, that happens. I, I, I'm sure, Matt, you went, oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah. Yes, and I yes. was just like, god damn it. that is That was wonderful. I, didn't and, s- I
1: haven't even seen the episode. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know
0: about. what I'm talking about? Okay. So that I was very pleased with. Well, for me, like, yeah. the fact that it's
2: based on a well-received comic and Carl Urban is in it is like a yeah. double whammy for
0: the reason I will watch it at some point. He's great. He is great as Butcher. Um, Anthony Starr, who's playing Homelander, is doing a wonderful job with Homelander. Um, He's a bit unhinged. (laughs) Yeah. Elizabeth Shue is playing uh, the corporate um, douche who's handling (laughs) the soups, and she's doing a nice job, so... It's it's well cast and it's it's running it's running very well and like I said they've made changes from the comic but I think they're keeping with the spirit of things. There's a few things that are a little different but I understand why they did things different. But and of course Garth Ennis, everybody, everybody is fucking horrible.
1: Oh <coughs> yes,
0: and uh... I, I can only think of
1: one comic of garth ennis's that is more extreme than this one and that's crossed mm-hmm. that's the only one this yeah. is ennis at his most extreme
0: yeah and uh it you know this one of course doesn't quite have that it softens a few things sure. here and uh, you know a few things there but so but still <clears throat> i don't know when you when you
3: saw the opening credits and it's like 18 warnings i was like Ooh. oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like yeah. <laughs> running all the way down yeah, although like,
0: some of their warnings there have been a couple of nudity warnings and then i'm like who the hell was nude hmm. there was nobody nude well they had that rape warning and i'm like that one
2: scene i'm like that's what they okay well i mean sometimes they just if it's at it's not even shown well, well what I was saying is, that, or what I was going to say, rather, is that if it at all appears within the series as a whole, a lot of times they'll just put it blanket through the entire... Uh,
0: no, they don't. They've, they've individualized. This, this oh, they one, have. Yeah, okay. This in one, this the
2: rape has only been one episode, the very first episode. And even if they don't show it, if it's implied, they oftentimes
3: well, put the warning they, in Well, they've there. gotten
0: to the point of implication being a, a meriting a trigger warning. No, okay. so because <clears throat> yes, the, the, the deep and that's the rape
3: yeah, scene that they're talking about. Right? Like, I've known the, people
2: that have been okay. victims of sexual assault, and if it's even hinted at in a, you know, yeah, some form of media, they're just like, nope, I'm not gonna they'll shut sure. down. So. You know, they'll they'll excuse themselves and come back later. He, so. can, he
0: can stay over there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm scratching him, dude. Oh. I'm not hey, forcing kid's him. Kits
1: here, kits here. I gotta, not, but that's not scratching Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Jeff yeah. looking. Jeff, well, sad. Then, then
1: what's that behind my ear? Yeah. Oh, that, that's that, me. I'm oh. scratching. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Andy's. Back. Jeff can
2: stay, Kirsten. Oh well, thanks, Matt. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm.
0: Uh, yeah. I can tell when I'm not wanted. <laughs> it's oh, I'm just dying because I really want to talk about everything. Sure, and and so, I imagine <clears> we'll <throat> have a spoiler talk. Like yeah, it.
1: sure. When I watch it next year. Mm -hmm. And when Jeff reads the comic next year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. For those of you who do want to read the comic, it just so happens to be the Geek Shock Book Club uh, comic book of August. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. Right? So uh, it's now they chose The Omnibus, which I think covers issues 1 through 14, (laughs) if my memory serves. So it's a good old chunk of the boys. So we started reading that. Discussions will begin on the Geek Shock Book Club Facebook page on the 8th of August. So if you've been wanting to read it, have been watching the show, or been holding off watching the show to read it, now's the time. Join us. Shall
2: you? Shall you? Uh, I was going to say. Oh, uh, so... Went to see uh, Flashback Cinema this weekend. Ah, yes. Back to the Future. Da-da-da. You know, it's no surprise I've seen that movie dozens and dozens of times. However, seeing it on the big screen, I don't know if it's just the size of the screen, I was noticing little things in the background on scenes and little Easter eggs hidden away that I have somehow missed in my, you know, many, many times of viewing.
1: Okay, this statement's blowing me away a little bit. The uh, fact that you've missed anything in Back to yeah, the Future.
2: just uh, like one of the ones that really stood out is... Um, shoot, my brain is suddenly... It's really standing out. out. It really stood out,
0: yeah. It stood out. You may not want to lead with that so often, Jeff.
2: <laughs> stood out. I can barely remember. Let's see. What, uh, it
0: was so
1: no. good. It was like... Crispin Glover. Jesus, I couldn't put his name oh. there for a second.
2: Yeah. Um, in some of the scenes where Crispin Glover is a background character, like he's not the focus of it, you can see him performing. He's doing his own thing. He is he is in character doing that character. Yeah. So I mean, just little stuff like that was just blowing me away. That I was just like, wow, I I just hadn't noticed that before, yeah. and and it was just I think due to the size of the screen I was watching it on, and. And the fact that I was close enough that, you know, it was enveloping my entire field of vision. So it's always neat when you can, uh, you know, pick up little things that you might have, you know, missed or forgotten about uh, for a favorite movie. And just, you know, it's it's like seeing it again for the first time, you know. So for a secondary trilogy, announcement,
1: back. Jeff is buying a 188-inch screen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I might get a 120, but that's only because the laser projectors are coming Woo. way down. They're like three or four grand now. It's <laughs> Short throw laser projector, 4K, sign me up. Wow. Sign me up to come over to your house. Right? It's like one whole wall will just be the screen. Yeah. That's
0: the way to do it. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: What else to do, <laughs> gentlemen?
0: Uh, I went and saw What's Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was going to go see that today, and I did get a chance. What did you think? I I really enjoyed it. Yeah? Once again, I don't know, you know what to say that it doesn't get too spoilery. Well, that's hard um, with Tarantino films cuz he's he's got so much packed in it. You know like
2: well, almost yeah. anything is a spoiler. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, also and you know, he did the historical event thing.
2: Right. See, that and was so. my my one question is like because of the whole Manson family murder spree thing, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people were saying oh, he shouldn't have made this movie because that's like the focus. But it's not the focus of the film, right? No. It's, it's just like a piece to it, of. Think, yeah. Right? <clears throat> okay. So that's, that's yeah. what I've been trying to tell people. I was like, I think it's just a small piece yeah, um, of the film. It's not
0: like core to the story. Basically, DiCaprio's character is neighbors with Sharon Tate. Okay. Polanski. And Margot Robbie is amazing as Sharon Tate. And it's not a big talky role. She does a metric shit ton uh, non-verbally, and she's glowing and she's amazing. It uh you uh you could uh, literally watch that movie just for her, and it's not even like I said like she talks a lot, but it's a it's an amazing uh, <clears throat> an amazing performance, and then Brad Pitt and DiCaprio are uh, are great. It's it's actually it's actually a lot of fun. I like movies about Hollywood, um, and especially this era. It's Tarantino's era, and you know he's making it with the usual Tarantino sure. love. And it's it's a load, a load of uh, a load of fun, and a lot of memory, a lot of memories from back then. So it's just it's pretty pretty cool, pretty amazing.
2: Well, I mean, you know. I'm, I'm a Tarantino fan, so I, I do plan on seeing it, but I'm glad to hear that uh, somebody that I know has seen it and has liked it. So. Oh,
0: yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, good, good. It, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what else to, to say directly. I mean, there are things I just, comments I don't understand. I, I don't understand anymore when people say an artist is being indulgent. Because, like, one comment I, I saw on Twitter is, ugh, indulgent film, ed- indulgent editing. And I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? It I- just means that they're upset that somebody has
2: gotten to the stage in their career where they can do whatever they want. I guess. And they can, they can direct a project from beginning to end without really any kind of oversight and so when that happens, that's quote-unquote indulgent. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I, mean, I
1: I think a more, if someone says indulgent, when you're just talking to, talk about directing and, and as far as camera goes, to me it's more like a, a P.T. Anderson films where just the camera and its choice in shot is done for a super artistic measure and was sometimes hyper stylized.
2: Well in P. T. Anderson films, the camera is essentially a character. Yes. So That's why I love them so the much. The camera is constantly moving. But is that, and it's in it's in typically awkward shot framing so that it really draws you to the fact that the camera is in a position that you're not used to seeing in a lot of more sure. mainstream features. So.
1: so So I want to ask the question to Kay who's actually seen this movie is is Could that be a part of the indulgence? Or is it just that letting these characters go?
0: No, I'm telling you, I don't understand. This person said indulgent editing, and someone else was like, yeah, I agree. And I'm looking at the movie, and I'm like, I I don't, I mean, Jeff brings a little closer to understanding what the hell people mean by indulgent, because I really don't get it anymore. I used to think I understood what people meant, but now I, I that term gets thrown around. Oh, God, it was so indulgent, so self-indulgent. And it's like, I have no idea what the fuck that even means. Isn't part of the idea as an artist to do that?
2: Yeah, I, I, that's, I mean, that's that begs the whole um, conversation about the whole auteur theory. It's like, right. you know, is a director the one crafting the vision? You know, is he the one controlling what the finished product is going to be or is it the studio is it the actor mm-hmm. etc or when, is it a combination of
0: all those and things And when people say it as a criticism yeah. I'm just like so what it it's, it's it's like it's like Snow White is a feature length animated movie God how indulgent how self indulgent of Disney <laughs> well, you and, know and, and, it's and like, there were people I, that said that And I don't under fucking stand it I just don't it
2: it I, it doesn't read with me. I do also find a lot of times when somebody uses that as to, to, to describe a director or a, an actor that's a, got a passion project that they're working on, or even just a project where they have a lot of control on, they use that word indulgent when they're referring to the fact that the film doesn't feel like a mainstream film. Probably. So I and, do know And
0: you're at a you you've already lost yeah. as soon as you walk into a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Oh, you've yeah, already for sure. fucking lost. It's like the people who complained that you could see the cables on the jet and kill Bill.
2: Yeah. And, and it's it, like
0: it's the whole point. Yeah. Yes. It's that like. Was the whole point.
2: It was designed to look fake. Yes. He <laughs> it was wanted intentional. That. So yeah, I in and, and yeah, a lot of artists like Tarantino that do that kind of stuff. It's just like, "Oh, well, I don't get what they're doing." And it's like it's because they're on a little bit a deeper level, and they're thinking about things that the average audience goer is not going to like. Yeah. So if you appreciate those kind of things, I think you definitely are the fan of that style of filmmaking. If you're not, then that's definitely not a film for you. But a then, film for but you is then, coming out next month. It's called Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you know, he's not wrong. It's pretty and goddamn it's, indulgent. And, I, it's, I, yeah. and it's not to say that that's not a film that has an audience that, you know, enjoys that type of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. But isn't but Todd's... Yeah,
0: it's definitely a much more mainstream but isn't film. isn't Todd's a, joke actually right? Casting, Statham, and, and The Rock together in this kind of movie isn't that kind of indulgent I and I'm not using that as a criticism it's not pejorative it's because um, I love them both and right. I actually I'm actually intrigued to actually see those two I think do it's, this movie I think it's quote unquote
2: indulgent in the fact that they are taking an established franchise with established characters and spinning two of those characters that don't get along off into their own yeah. it, you I mean, know, yeah, side a ty- project. A typical so, buddy thing. A but typical buddy I don't thing. have a problem with it. No. I think, you know, I think it's gonna be fine. It's it's not a movie for me, but I can completely understand somebody that would want to go see that film, especially if they have a love for those characters in the other projects. In in the other fast furious, whatever however they're gonna call the <laughs> next next movie. You, you uh, want, fastest
1: yeah. and furious. You want to know an indulgent auteur, Hal Warren. Okay. Hal Warren is about the most indulgent you could have. Here's a guy who's a manure salesman who th- says that, I see what Hollywood movies are going to do, oh and I'm going to make my own movie. I'm going to write it. I'm going to direct it. I'm going to star in it, and it is going to be the best thing to come out of Texas. <laughs> and he made
0: Manos the Hands of Hands of, of fate. fate, yep
1: that's indulgent that's
0: yeah there you go that's indulgent and and that's what i would kind of think about yeah i just if a movie is is dare i say it well done i'm not sure the indulgent it's like okay you did what you just did there whatever you filmed edited performed whatever and it it really doesn't belong. And what the hell are you doing? And you're just trying to showcase something. And for Tarantino, whose choices are so fucking careful, Jesus H, I just I don't know I I, I don't know. I don't get it. I just do you don't think it. it
2: also might be that we are now in an age where. We really don't have "quote unquote" professional critics anymore. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone is a professional oh, yeah. critic because like, it's
0: not like this was Pauline Kael, yeah, <laughs> you know, or some fucking wonderkind of, you know, it wasn't Ebert. Um, this was this was just some random throwout, yeah, and it was it was on a it was a, it was on a critique thread, okay, um, because you know people were a little offended at some stuff and things like that. Because I'm
2: always fascinated by, like, a lot of amateur interviewers that don't have a knowledge base to build off of. And I've noticed that a lot of times they pick and choose words and phrases that professional critics use and then try to work them into their reviews to sound more professional. (laughs)
0: Sure. Todd's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, You see, and Jeff, you say that. If Siskel or Ebert used the term that was very indulgent, I would get it a lot easier and I would understand what the fuck they're talking about. In fact, I had a professor in film school that
2: was uh, accused of being somewhat arrogant. And I said, I don't think that he's arrogant. I think that he has a very solid knowledge base that he's working off of. And because he has a lot of professional information to present from experience, it comes across as arrogance. But yeah, I can see where that would come from and with and like you said, with if Siskel and Ebert would say that, then you would get it because they have right. a major background from which to say, sure. okay, if this person is saying it's indulgent, that's because they've seen thousands of movies, they have uh, you know, professionally reviewed thousands right. of movies, et cetera, et cetera. So I mean yeah.
0: who knows? I don't know. Big tangent.
2: Just, just our musings. But hey, it is, wasn't about
0: something that was yeah. dying. As semi-professionals. <laughs> is this his final movie? <laughs> oh, right. he's got no final. No. Fuck that shit. Um, he's he like has. Stephen King retiring. <laughs> <laughs> it he's like, don't, don't,
1: he's don't, like
0: Kevin Smith's final
1: movie. You know, it's oh, okay. sort of like,
0: why do they eat? Why even make a fucking announcement? You know what? It's just like if you go five years and you haven't made a movie and somebody's like, are you ever going to make a movie again? You'd be like, I I don't know. I might die next week. I don't know. And that's it. But these announcements of retirement, because Tarantino, he's one of those who... Well, yeah. I mean, nine films in... Something will fucking... Yeah. Nine films in what?
2: 25 years? Oh,
0: come on. That's that's nothing.
2: So I mean I think it's just cuz he pick and cho- he picks and chooses the projects that he wants to work on and he
0: works meticulous
2: And exactly so I think he's willing to wait until he can get
0: everything that he wants and to I put it think the film. It, I think it's also a little mood-based. It could be. Because he's always got a bitch fest about, oh, you know, they're not using film anymore, and I just minga, 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 minga. And, you know, that but then... A good, turn to But then... Like Nailed it. Then yeah. a fucking... Nailed it. You he's, know. A, he's
1: like, you're uh, Penny? That's right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a little <laughs> but, better. That was a little then, bit better. But then
0: then then somebody comes along an actor he likes to work with uh, uh, some fucking bit of pop culture lodges itself in its brain and starts to grow yeah. and suddenly he's he's Make you know it Trek. it's like and hateful eight that's another right?
2: project that he's yeah he's passionate about and wants to get done but has essentially been Shelved by Paramount. Hey so. Quentin, a little project called Babylon Five. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what would That'd be, be cool? I idea. would like yeah. for I don't him know if you would like Quentin Tarantino's Babylon Five. I would
0: because it. You <laughs> don't need. I would like a Quentin Tarantino sci-fi, and yeah. and I don't mean like a like a twenty nineteen with a, a sure. weird alien happening sci-fi. I mean like a Babylon Five. Yeah, let's have him do I? Battle you Beyond know, the Stars or a, or a, a Blade Runner esque. You know, because like a cyberpunk type of sci-fi, right up his alley. Right up his alley. I right his alley.
2: am not one that thinks that a Tarantino Star Trek would be bad. No. I, oh. I, I think based on what people that have read the script have said, that he has respect for the material and the origin. Yes. And it sounds like he doesn't, that rather he hasn't written it to be a quote Tarantino style film. But a film that he's passionate about and wants to make it—it's it, a little edgier sure. than some of the Star Trek it, we've seen, uh, by all accounts. But I don't think that's a bad thing. It's
0: like it's like the uh, sub movie with Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm Crimson the, Tide. Thank that's you, boot. Crimson Tide, and uh, uh, the sequel, Fuck You, Todd. <laughs> but in Crimson Tide. There's one scene where two sailors get into a fight and Denzel brought back, breaks it up and he's like, what the hell is that all about? And the guy talks about, well, he was saying that, uh, you know, that um, uh, Kirby's uh, Silver Surfer was the shit and better than Mobius Silver Surfer and blah, blah. And it's like, okay, that's, that's Tarantino right there. That his, is his script doctoring right there. Mm-hmm. Nary a fuck. In sight and yeah. or in hearing. And, you know, the people who are just like, I don't know you're making, Spock saying fuck. It's like you fucking retarded yeah. moron. And I use the offensive <laughs> problematic terms because it's just like that's <laughs> just, not what Tarantino writing Star Trek is. Is going to be about. I just said, Mr. Spock.
3: What do you see over there? Well, Captain, fuck you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see anything. What I see is thing. Sensors <laughs> are fucking dead, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> pond fucking far. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a little. Seven years later, Uhura, and there's c- Spock. Ohura, <laughs> come with me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I am
2: experiencing Pond
0: Far it it is y- 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 time, yeah time. Yeah. But uh, Nurse Chapel, it, coming i coming mean, for you. I mean, Tarantino doing some kind of sci-fi yeah. thing would just be... Because it would. I'd love to see his reaction. Because it's always a reaction. Yeah. It's a reaction to old gangster movies, old crime noir, noir movies, old westerns. It, and what is what is his reaction to those 50s, 60s, 70s? Yeah. So, could you imagine... I love get, Hateful Eight. So, I thought... Yeah. Amazing Throw film. Logan's Run into his fucking lap and say, Quentin, go to fucking town. I don't even care if we don't recognize the movie. Could you imagine a bubble city, socially structured, stratified society in a post-apocalyptic setting written by Tarantino? Take all my money. Yeah, Yeah. really. (laughs) uh, Jesus H. Christ. Or fucking A. Some kind of post-apocalyptic thing? You know, not he doesn't have. Give him the to, foundation. Yeah, doesn't. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! Tarantino's iRobot.
1: Yeah, i fucking robot. Well, he might even use the Ellison script for that. You know what they
0: call a quarter kilo on Antares? <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, I I can yeah. So once upon a time in Hollywood, I think. I think it's it's a it's a I think it's a good movie. I liked DiCaprio. I liked Pitt so much, I ended up digging up World War Z and watching it. Finally, oh wow. I Oh, you hadn't went, seen it. I hadn't I hadn't watched it. It's it's, it's a so. very different film. It's not
1: yeah. Pitt's final, finest hour either.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> but I I enjoyed the movie anyway. I enjoyed because I think it I've, has good moments. I think I've seen yeah. all his finest hours, so I nah, you yeah. know there's there's you no catch up he got up electrocuted there. in Deadpool too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, the thing about World War Z that was cool was I think and I think you guys had commented on it just the, the use of the zombies in, in the terms of tsunamis the, yeah. of flesh just 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 bowling over everything or the whole just just spilling off of Building tops of buildings and I mean, just it, they raining really, fucking zombies on you. Yeah, it they really became
2: escape. a force of nature. It wasn't just yeah. zombies being like anything you'd seen before. They were, like you said, almost like a weather system. It, it was right. a
1: plague of locusts. Yeah. Of yeah,
0: exactly. The city scene when when they're first introduced, I thought that was that was really cool. Um, so that that was part of what I I wanted to watch, and I thought I really did enjoy that. It was. It was um, it was interesting because I'm thinking of that, and there's like a last uh, the train to Busan, where you're hearing hints of the infection in the background as you're slowly moving in t- you know well slowly as you're moving into the beginning of the story. And so you're hearing, uh, yeah, forces, uh, there was infections jumping from animal to, animal, you know, and kids are like, Daddy, what does martial law mean? And and they're going on a family trip. It, it's it's not like you know his life has stopped because there's been no major announcement. And then all of a sudden the world starts going to shit, and it goes sh- to shit so quickly. Which was one of the things I found interesting in World War Z. Yeah, it was just how quickly quickly things went to shit. So, so, you know, but, uh, yeah, definitely not the book.
1: <laughs> definitely not the book.
0: Definitely not the book.
2: I did want to real quickly mention, uh, since we talked about Star Trek a little bit there, the Star Trek convention is this week. Uh, Kirsten and I will be there. I plan on doing a little live streaming oh, okay. during the uh, convention, so keep an eye on uh, uh, Facebook and our YouTube channel, as I will probably on both um if at the very least i'll probably do it on the facebook live stream but uh yeah just keep an eye out for that uh since we'll both be there um ha- yeah i've planned to be there all five days and that'll i believe you do too so i
1: will that's a long convention five be days. there yeah.
0: a lot yeah that's gonna be crazy so yeah, the last few years be it's
1: been
2: five days wow i mean sundays sundays are punishment. usually a light schedule so I mean, I don't go to every single little thing, but I do usually wind up being at the at the hotel that they do the convention at for a good number of hours. Where's it at this people. time? It is at the Rio once again. All
4: right.
0: You know, before... Uh, before, before there's no Rio? Before... You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before I'm, it gets I, sold I, off or something. I'm also watching uh, the Jack Reacher movies. Those are the... Uh, the ones on Amazon? Uh, or the
1: old... Older
0: ones. The the uh, Tom the Cruise. Tom Cruise. Oh, okay. So not the is the, that are those movies or is that a two series? It's a TV series on the Amazon. The TV series. Okay, I I I am interested in getting into that because the kind of character and that concept is uh, is interesting. Are you um, thinking
3: of Jack Ryan?
0: I think yeah. The older I think ones? he's the the. Amazon I no, no 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 oh, no no. Okay. There is I a Jack Reacher. I oh, no, I, I saw think? it when I was breezing through. What happened was I had to. Yeah, fucking amazon i had to buy a new filter for my refrigerator and of course you know it pops up hey for only blah and i actually got both movies for seven bucks in a special deal they were doing so i was like okay i'll get them so i got them both and uh but then uh, drifting around amazon looking for the boys which by the way was stupid fucking hard
1: amazon needs to redesign prime holy crap
0: That I was I entered the boys into the search because I went to current. I went to the, <laughs> the, 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 the trending. <laughs> I went to all of that, and it wasn't showing up. So I type in the boys, hit search, and the first, it scrolls through, what, five or six movies? Yeah, it's... The first six come up, uh, boys, the boy, boy. Lost boys, Boy goes to town, boy and puppy dog. And yeah, I had to boys. scroll through... Three times before it, w- it showed up, and I'm like, "This is supposed to be one of your landmarks. Why the fuck isn't this right in my gut?" The I one d- thing d- I, I want in my goddamn face is <laughs> <laughs> boys. See, I loaded
3: up Amazon Prime. There's the the banner at the top. I just click down,
2: hit enter. Yeah, but see, it doesn't <laughs> always do that. I know.
3: I is just, it an
0: algorithm that. thing? Is Amazon it's, Prime actually think I'm not interested? It's
2: a poorly designed user interface and on how? just about every platform. Um. It's a little bit better on the Fire tablets, but every other, like even the, you know, the the a- Android app for Prime Video is awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, you're like scrolling, you do the search, and just like you said, sometimes it doesn't come up right away. Yeah.
0: It'll have like four or five alternatives to, before I, you get the to. The boys, and I had to scroll yep. down, boy. Uh, boy in Zendia or whatever the fuck uh, t- the boys like fied down and then I had to scroll through fucking three stri- oh, god it,
2: it's, damn yeah, it's for all Bitch. the money that they're putting into all the TV series and movies they're doing they really need to put some money into their their apps on all the different platforms I
0: wish <laughs> so you just do that Bezos
1: yeah you heard it here Bezos business. Business. Biz Uh just a quick piece of mail from Simon Scoops. He's got a lot on his on his mind, He's gonna let, let us know about it. He says, think that the only other person to play two separate roles in the MCU was Alfred Woodard, who was villain Mariah, aka Black Mariah in the comics in Luke Cage, and then was in Civil War, playing the grieving mother who confronts Stark at the beginning. Good point. I uh, think it's safe to say that Marvel are pretty much wiping out all memories of the Netflix shows with the Blade casting. I think they'll eventually reappear on Disney+, Plus, but I can't imagine Punisher or Jessica Jones on a platform with no R-rated material. Uh, I see where you're coming from there, uh, Simon Scoops. Uh, but the R-rated material, that's going to go to Hulu. That's still Disney. That's That's... Hulu is the Miramax to Disney Plus.
2: Something like that, yeah. yeah. Or the, the Buena Vista. Especially since they basically own it lock, stock, and barrel now.
1: Yeah. In fact, they announced that if you have Hulu, you can add Disney Plus to it. <laughs> really? For a, a charge, much like how if you have a- Amazon Prime, sure. you can subscribe to other channels. Uh, they'll have a wow. Disney Plus add-on to Hulu. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Is it? I was <laughs> sorry, sarcasm, sir. <laughs> sarcasm. He goes on to say, you gotta have Craven as the next big Spidey villain. Oh, yes. The directors even mentioned him, and I think before Homecoming came out, they either bought a web domain for or optioned the story of Craven's last hunt. I think he'd work well in some kind of larger-than-life reality star, a nasty Russian Steve Irwin in cahoots with J. John Jameson to bring Spidey to justice as they see it. Tom Holland just signed another deal anyhow. They'll give him a boatload of cash, like they did with the others, including Thor's Chris Hemsworth, who's doing Thor 4 with Tika Kawatiti, Just signed a deal as Akira has been pushed back yet again. Plus, you can't have Spider-Man without Green Goblin. Maybe that building was Oscorp and not the Baxter Building. Signed a Simon Scoops.
0: Well, I just I can't be impressed by a villain wearing ballet shoes. <laughs> It's, I have
1: a feeling they'll change that. It's, it's. I like, don't think that's know. gonna be necessarily. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm not gonna accept Craven without those shoes.
0: I hope so, because <laughs> that that's what killed it for me. I, I seriously would look at his feet, and it's like, <laughs> I can't take this guy seriously. At, at best, I can take it when he's drawn by Ditko, because mm. if you think about it, that costume is very Ditko. Yeah. Um, but boy, oh boy, I, I just, I don't. And but the Steve Irwin thing. Right now, I'm thinking, you know what? Just say that he's a transplanted Australian of Russian descent and have Carl Urban be Craven. Ha!
1: Carl Urban can do anything.
0: Yeah, it's true. Nah. That man is geek royalty. Yes, he is. God bless him. So that brings
2: us
1: to Weekend Geek.
2: Now, of course, this is the... Because basically the full full first segment of the show is news we don't give a shit about, right? <laughs> well, that's just
1: it. This is the week after Comic-Con. This is right. when there is no news. Right. Everyone blew their load last week. <laughs> and, and now we're swimming in the pool of it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's bubbling up at the top of the yeah. jacuzzi.
0: By the way, Comic-Con blew their load. Um, I hadn't heard about the... The uh, other Marvel thing that they had announced, and I was kind of... You okay there, Jeff? The oh, okay. Yeah, no. Jeff's He's doing some micro The cable
2: was, like, all twisted up. Like, yeah. every time I leaned forward, it started coiling. It was driving oh. me crazy. Okay. Oh, the OCD thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, no. CDO. The CDO. Alph- alphabetical. Oh, CDO. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 but anyway, um, no, the... Um, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, best friend in the, uh, her friend in the Air Force. Um, oh, the, uh, the, the Rambos? The, I'm sorry? The Rambos? Yes, Rambo. Uh, not, not the kid. Right. Um, but it, cause it, this is, this is a, Mar- a Maria Rambo. Maria that's the mother that's the yes, friend i think so okay maria rambo and it it actually instead of taking place back then it's it's contemporary now where um it's it's like an air force thing she's getting close to retirement she's aging out uh you know going through menopause uh, the title's rambo last blood but <laughs> get, the, get the fuck out. Get uh, the wah, fuck wah, out of here. <laughs> I was like, what like you hear this wow. uh, I love it, though. You were listening. That was great. You guys were raptured. Yes. You were enrapped. Enrapted. Yeah. Uh, too Le- bad Andy Le- Le- wasn't Shana here. Though. Lynch
2: is the actress. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my God, Jeff. Really? <laughs> Most of us really.
2: Well, but there, really? Was, there
3: was a project. I love
0: it. <laughs> I sold my setup so well. Jeff's helping me out. <laughs>
2: No, But there was a project they announced with her during Comic-Con. I thought he was doing Rambo, the joke. last blood. I just said it. <laughs> no, but I thought you were doing the joke to to segue into the actual oh, yeah. story. So no, no, no.
1: Because there's no actual story. <laughs> I was just,
0: you know, Rambo, last I was just, blood. I
2: was waiting for the punchline so, so he could move me. into the actual I, I story. <laughs> I, mean, I was
1: like, interesting. Uh, wow, I was like, was what? I didn't hear a thing. We're yeah, just, yeah I know. It was from. great. And
0: it's funny because that just came to me at, at the store. Oh. It was sort of like a geek shock moment, but instead of headphones and laughing maniacally, I was just laughing maniacally, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to do that." So you geek did, shock. An Andy. You were just sitting on that the whole been night. Si- I was yeah. like, you know what? I can either wait for them to mention Captain Marvel, or I'll just fucking jump in and do it
1: because I don't know if I can hold it the in. The timing was great. Oh, thank you. And so as the anti-Andy, as far as uh, <laughs> the setups go,
0: well. <laughs> Well, you know, I am. I am a little. Did trained. Did you see the
2: trailer for Rambo Last Blood? That's why you were just had it on your brain, and you're like,
0: "How can I craft this to be dude, the most inappropriate joke?" Dude, possible? I, I did. I think somewhere my brain did a Last Blood menopause joke. And then I was like, Rambo, Rambo, Marie, Marie, Ram, Mar, who was Monica Rambo's mom? <gasps> Rambo, Last Blood, Marvel, Marvel movie, San Diego Comic-Con was just last week. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it just started coming together. I'm so proud of you. I can just imagine walking <laughs> in the aisle, all of a sudden, you just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sometimes it's embarrassing. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Not, Thanks for indulging me.
1: They're, they're yeah. Very, very nice. Very nice. There's not much news, of course, because of, you know, the cum pool we just talked about. Cum pool. <laughs> I heard an
0: announcement from Ryan Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> no, you really are. <laughs> uh, can we? we, we You're not going to make that an episode title, are you? Kumpool? Yeah. <laughs> no. What if you spell no, it no, C-O-M-E? pool? People won't know until it's too late, which is the best way. Yes, exactly. No.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it
0: until four
3: weeks in or whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> until the last blood, and then they're like, "Oh shit." That's yeah, the last
3: blood. Look yeah. at that. You're still.
1: No, that's. I, I'm out. I'm not. Nope. You pulled out? Is that what we (laughs) are
0: saying? Yes. Yes. So so the cum pulls like the belly button. Yeah, And it just... uh, It's just not happening. (laughs) It's not happening. It's a figment of your
1: imagination. Just like your belly button. We lost some people this week. (laughs) Because there's no goddamn segue to talk about the dead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I, I wish you know Todd you need a signal the dead don't <laughs> die you need a little visual like I'm about to talk about dead people's signal so we don't like lead into
1: it with, but, with, but you're tugging <laughs> on your face like I don't pull on my beard all the damn time
0: No don't know, scratch like, your you fucking just, nose you just, just rub, rub your, your eyes. eyes I do it all you just need Jet. to say
2: queeby more often <laughs> alright guys there queeby, you know. queeby 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 <laughs> listen you just grab a thing of lube
3: and you ease into it <laughs> come <Cumple>. pull <laughs> yes okay
1: God. Speaking of, uh, Rusty Taylor, the <laughs> voice actress who played Minnie Mouse for Disney <laughs> uh, since the mid-1980s has died at the age of 75. Taylor's desire to work... F-
0: I, I know it. You can't. I know. My brain is, like, formulating, what is a Rusty Taylor? <laughs> and now I really want Andy to be here so we can point <laughs> to Andy and talk about what a Rusty Taylor is. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm sitting here...
2: Because you're making this joke, and I'm flashing back to Paul and his rusty trombone joke. (laughs) So I know that if Paul were here right now, there would be probably a joke related to...
1: (laughs) If Paul were here right now, we wouldn't have started the news yet.
2: That's true. That's very true.
1: Taylor's desire to work for the Disney Corporation went back to her childhood. When she and her family visited Disneyland in Anaheim, California, after disembarking the Mark Twain riverboat ride, they got to meet Walt Disney, who was sitting on a bench near the exit. Jesus. Right? Those were the days. While sharing some popcorn with the Taylor family, the legendary animator and businessman asked young Russie what she wanted to do when she grew up. I said, I want to work for you, he said. So uh, he said, okay. Quote, and now I do. That's, see how easy it was
0: like, to get jobs back
3: in the day? And it's
0: like the first God, episode man. of The Boys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, you're right. But see how easy it was back in the day? Okay. Taylor, now you got
1: to pull up your bootstraps. and. You know. Taylor once remarked years later, quote, Work I, hard. I never wanted to be famous. The characters I do are famous, and that's fine for me, unquote. Uh-huh. Having beaten out 200 other hopefuls, Rusty secured the role of Minnie in 1986. <clears throat> Taylor provided Minnie's voice for yeah. high-profile projects like... Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Runaway Brain, Get a Horse, Mickey, Donald Goofy, The Three Musketeers, as well as several TV series including Mickey Mouse Works, House of Mouse, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and Mickey and the Roadster Racers. (laughs) Taylor was much like her animated counterpart as she fell in love with Wayne Allwine. The man who voiced Mickey since 1977. Wow, the two married. Can you imagine in, that, right? The two married in 1991. <laughs> Sex was awesome. I'll bet. Right there.
0: <laughs> I wish I could do it, Donald Duck.
1: Oh, Go ahead, Jeff. Can you do Donald? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like Andy uh, It Taylor sounds like Andy, a yeah. yeah. And that yeah. M-
0: matter of fact, I think I've heard that from his room once or twice. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. God. oh
3: God damn it.
0: Really? Boy.
3: Oh, It was Duncan, wasn't it? Uh, oh. What? 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 Nothing.
1: What? Nothing. What?
3: Nothing. <laughs> Continue the damn story.
1: What?
0: What? It was a bad joke. Todd are going to... It was <laughs> a bad joke, okay? It was a bad joke. We're going to run with this for a little bit. It what? was a bad
3: <laughs> joke. <laughs> What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, They married in 1991 and stayed together until Allwine's death at the age of 62 in 2009. Aside from voicing Minnie, Taylor has played other well-known characters. Nurse Mouse from The Rescuers Down Under, Webigale Vanderquack from DuckTales, Baby Gonzo and Muppet Babies, Pebbles and the Flintstones, and Duchess the Cat from Babe. Taylor also lent her pipes to Martin Prince and the twins Sherry and Terry on The Simpsons. Wow. Well,
0: God bless her. Holy right, shit, yeah, Sherry and Terry! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it that, that's one of those. That was that was and that person. Right? Yeah. That's
1: the thing with the voice actors; they sneak yeah. that shit by. Them. Yep. Yeah. Every goddamn one of them. Wonder if they did? She did Sherry and Terry in bed. <laughs> <laughs> also, we lost Rugger Hauer. Yeah. Yes. Actor best known for playing Roy Batty and uh, Ridley Scott's original Blade Runner. They got to
3: put that final scene on his tombstone. just Yeah. So, like a huge, massive, because it's a long.
1: Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> just the whole thing. Red, just just right small there. print. Yeah. Hand etched. In Dutch. In Dutch. Actually,
0: with him, it, there could be like a dozen languages. This is true. He Very spoke true. a yeah. lot of languages.
1: While Blade Runner cemented Hauer as the genre icon, he also celebrated for his performances in projects like The Hitcher, Lady Hawk, Batman Begins, Sin City, True Blood, Salem's Lot, Blind Justice, and The Right.
2: I didn't hear Blind Fury in there. That was one oh, of my s- favorite. Oh, I said right Blind here.
1: Justice. I said Blind Fury. <laughs> I meant <to> say. Fury, <laughs> Justice, okay. it, you know, <laughs>
2: nowadays
0: is so close together.
2: That was one of my favorite of his in the 80s. It's it really like, a fun
3: movie. It, I, it really is. Who did he play in Batman and Robin? Was it Batman and Robin, you said? No, Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. He was a politician, wasn't he? <laughs>
2: no, he was the, the CEO of uh, Wayne Corp. That's right. Okay. That, yeah. that uh, Bruce subtly... ...ousted from his company. Suddenly.
0: I, um, I remember an appearance he did on Letterman. It was so damn funny. This was back back in the 80s or maybe 90s. I forget what he was promoting. And <clears throat> uh, apparently the, 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 in the bio information, like the interns fed Letterman, included that Rutger Hauer was a star watcher. So Letterman... Took that as like amateur astronomer, and apparently, <laughs> what is meant by Rucker Hauer as a star watcher is he likes to go outside and stare at the stars, and so Letterman starts, and it's already an awkward kind of interview because uh, he had a lot of those, yeah, wow. because apparently uh, this was funny. Somebody on my Facebook feed kno- knew someone who knew him and said he was a bit of an odd bird, but. I, I can see that. You know, so the, the interview is already a little strange. And Letterman's like, so I hear that you like stars. You like uh, star star watching and uh, the night sky. And and uh, Rucker Howard's like, oh, yeah, the stars and the light, you know, look up at night. And he's like, now you were filming in Australia. So what kind of constellations did you see when you would go out star watching at night? And how, uh, Rucker Hauer was kind of like... Uh, uh, you know, he he wasn't really focusing on constellations or anything, because and, and just
1: getting lost to the universe. Yeah, and you Letterman all
0: the didgeridoo. You know, Letterman's Letterman's like so. You got like the Southern Cross, is that right? And Howard is just like, uh, well, I. Uh, and finally, Letterman's like, so, uh, so you're, and and I don't know what it was relating to earlier in the interview, but he went. Well, so you're you're not very you're not. Oh, I don't want to do him a terrible injustice, but it was something along the lines of so you're not very smart. Oh, it, it was it, it was kind of like it was kind of like so you're not that smart or something. And Howard just went, uh, "Well, David, how many languages do you speak?" And Letterman was like, "Okay, thanks, folks, and we'll be back after this message." And boop, that was the end of the interview. Oh, wow, it was really funny, and it, and. And it was just a great cap or too. Especially since Americans really don't value multilingualism like the rest of right. the world. <laughs> right. And the fact that, yeah, actually, you need a little bit of intelligence to speak several languages. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Howard, he did, uh, Jesus. I don't know if there was a European I don't, movie he didn't fucking make in some European language. Uh, he knew a lot of them, so. <clears throat> um, a dutch schoolmate of mine from high school actually put a short film that he did in my uh, dm on facebook it's oh. really funny kind of a cool actually medieval movie but uh, all these dutch uh, credits are rolling by as i'm looking at this and i'm like what the fuck and then <sighs> rucker howard comes riding over the hill on a horse and i'm like oh okay i that's what she's doing so that was kind of <laughs> But it, I always loved that. So how many languages do you speak, David? Good and good night, folks. And it was it was just <laughs> a, a nice little <laughs> psh, 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 psh.
3: Yeah, his uh his Joaquin Phoenix interview is always always a favorite of mine I go
0: back to. With uh oh, Dave Letterman, yeah. yeah, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix well just. Todd uh uh and uh Jeff mentioned Crispin Glover. Yeah, that's what oh. I we'll that may be The interview. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jerry Lawler, yeah, yeah, oh. Lawler, oh, or wow. Penn and Teller and the cockroaches. Oh wow, yeah,
1: there's some really great gave later <laughs> moments. Yeah, Todd Jeez. covers
0: his face as he goes down memory lane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, those days
0: when Letterman was in a fucking t-shirt, and his hair was just like, beep, blown out and shit. Though the those old uh, post Carson. Uh, Yeah. Late nights that he did. Especially when he didn't know what was going on on his own
2: show. Yeah, yeah. Because the the Jerry Lawler one is the one that comes to mind because Letterman was not in on the joke between him and... uh, You're
3: a son
1: of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You're a son of a bitch. Yeah. Did I go into my Starland vocal band rabbit hole on this show? I don't remember if I... Did. Um, I, I think you started to talk vague? about it
0: once, and
2: then you distracted yourself. <laughs> 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 that's not even, hard for me to do. Oh, wow. Not that's hard funny. at all.
0: I, I have a vague memory of hearing about yeah, Starland then. Go ahead. Okay, we we talked about Starlight Express last week, right? So it could be bouncing off. Okay, I'm going to
1: start it and stop me if we've done this. All right. (laughs) Okay. Or distract him, Matt. Right. That's. um, What was I talking about? (laughs) Um, There you go.
2: Skyrockets in. Yes.
1: If you don't know who Starland Vocal Band is, yeah, they're the ones that did Afternoon Delight, that awful song that no one likes from the '70s, but pretends to because they did it in a movie once. Or twice, <laughs> or twice. Uh, it's it's one of my most hated songs from the seventies. I, I and it's awful. It's 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 got that bubblegumminess that that really kind of drives me mad. Even though I like a lot of really lame white person music from the seventies, as I explained earlier, this one goes beyond that for me. I just can't deal with it. And but I'm not going to okay? argue that. A, Case fighting. He chair. can do it. He can do it. See, this is how it got distracted last time. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that the song isn't really impressive vocally. Starland Vocal Band are called that because they are great at harmonies.
2: I was going to say the harmonizing was pretty good in that song, yes. even though it's a terrible song. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's a song about a, a syrupy sweet song about daytime sex. Yep, that that got past people somehow that didn't realize yeah. it was about sex a lot of them it's weird and, and the kind of a crazy thing is the guy that wrote that song the the guy who played the guitar and, and then st- everyone's walking away from the table <laughs> it's just me and jeff now <laughs> the fuck i'm oh, going to get water
3: relax continue your story okay just continue your story okay i'm listening <laughs>
2: God damn it! <laughs> well, my favorite cover is the one they do in uh, Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy, yeah, that's, that's where they the all harmonize. That's what yeah. I'm referring to. That's okay. the why
1: people like it because of Ron Burgundy. Yeah, and they don't like well, it. They just like then, that he did it. And then also well,
2: in PCU when they uh, they lock the uh, the uh, uh, the booster club or whatever it is, uh, all the uh, the people that contribute to the, the university. Um, they locked them in the, in their party and then put that on repeat. So.
1: <laughs> Indeed. <Yeah. laughs> cruelty. Yes, Absolute exactly. goddamn
2: cruelty. Exactly.
1: So I'm going to back it up a few years. You're going to learn things about the Starland vocal band you never wanted to learn. In All fact, right. you're like, Torgo, Jesus Christ, stop this. No. Years before, we're talking the late 60s, that guy who wrote Afternoon Delight, uh-huh. many years later, In the late 60s, he wrote Country Roads Take Me Home for John Denver. For John Denver? Really? Yes. His song, Starland Vocal guy, Uh is the official song of West Virginia. Because Country Roads Take Me Home is Uh the official song of West Virginia. Okay. So, since he did such a good job writing that song for John Denver, John Denver ended up creating a record company and he signed Starland Vocal Band to it and that's how we got them. Hmm. Now So you're saying it's all John Denver's fault. Partially. Okay. Because it was earned because of the songwriting Take Me Home Country Rose. Now, we're talking 70s. This is the era of the variety show, the Donnie and yes. Marie show. The the Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch Variety, Bunch variety Brady Hour. I, yep. It's it's it was Sunny ribbon. and Cher. Sunny and Cher. Uh, oh.
2: The list goes on and on.
1: Uh, wh- who did the uh, tie yellow ribbon around the old oak tree? Tony Orlando and Don. They had one. Yep, yeah, they did. So, Starland Vocal Band, uh, best new artist and best new song Grammy winners, got their chance, and they got a variety show. Did they really? Yes, they did, and I think it lasted six or seven episodes. Okay. But the crazy thing about it, uh, the head of the comedy writing and on-screen performance, David Letterman. Are you serious? David Letterman is throughout that show. Wow. So if you're a fan of early David Letterman, you want to see where he got his early start on television, check out the Starland Vocal Band Variety Hour and skip all the music. Dude. You know what? You've mentioned them before.
0: I don't think you've told that connection. Ah, We were doing some kind of riff on, there was something. People were in a city on a stoop, like on a New York brownstone, singing Take Me Home Country Road. And that's what led you into ah. the Starlight Band thing.
2: You know, I funny. vaguely
0: remember this. Probably Jeff Harris and Jake Godbold right now are going,
1: It was episode of- blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, they're but, saying, um, You told this already, Yeah, <laughs> going Get on with the goddamn show. Yeah, really? You've ruined 15 minutes of my life again. No, it's I'm, not just Kay and, and Matt who are leaving the I'm, table.
2: I'm the first to admit I rarely remember what we talk about on the show <laughs> five minutes after we're done recording. However, I don't remember this story at all, so I was intrigued Not the it. Letterman
0: Connection. That's new.
1: Yeah, that's new. That's new. I, I think the fact that I, I wanted to give them an actual shot—that's, I think, what I talked about—is that I wanted to find if there was another Starland vocal band song out there that I would enjoy, since their harmonies rocked. And uh, oh, I just wanted uh, Matt just uh, pointing out to Commander K the scorpion walking up his wall right now. <laughs> Uh, in case you didn't weren't aware, Las Vegas is under some sort of biblical plague thing. Uh, so yes, you you've seen the video footage. Uh, yeah, we're infested with grasshoppers right now, and and apparently scorpions too. Yay! In vermin.
0: Vernon's here too. <laughs> I
1: gotta get an you know it's funny.
2: I I love the the concept of the variety show. It's
1: just so many of them are so poorly executed. They are, but I still... You know what? Where I think they did them really well is when they did them as specials. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The
0: specials were better than the... Glenn Campbell. One of the best. I think... Did he have a show or did he do a shitload of specials? Both.
1: He had had a a short-run show. No, actually, the show ran for a little bit. I think it was given to... My mom watched
0: it religiously. Yeah,
1: shortly after the uh, Smothers Brothers, uh, because he... Gained the Norway to from there, and no. then he got it from them. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, but, his, but he also did special later on when the show was canceled. Yeah. Years down the line, and they're fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, he nailed it. John Denver had his own thing, too. He had his oh, own yeah. show, variety show. I remember him from The Muppet Show. Oh, sure. I think
0: his was one of the better appearances muppet show oh i love the muppet, muppet, muppet show. show that's that's as one a of fucking the, variety the
2: show. good and so far ahead of its time that it just it wasn't as well received when it came out everyone
0: but was wanting a kid's show in
2: syndication when it came out later on adults were i think that's also its problem is
0: adults were expecting it to be a kid's show yeah and it was really written toward a more yeah, mature and audience. it wasn't and it wasn't it wasn't mature, it was just, it was not a kid's show.
1: Sure. In yeah. fact, it was kind of taking the piss out of all the variety shows that were Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah, with Basically the whole parody. Which, well, the, and that's the,
2: why the, the actors that you got in the later seasons of the uh, the Muppet show wanted to do it, because they'd seen the earlier ones, and they're like, they're on to something here. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. So, like, it was, it was a struggle for them in their first season to get people to come on the show. And then people wanted it. And then it. suddenly everybody wanted to be on the
0: show. yeah. So that's one of the things I love about that. Yeah, that was Vincent
1: Price and Alice Cooper. Come on, Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: Jesus age, yeah. It was. You
2: uh, get all the Star Wars actors appearing on there, and sometimes
0: mm -hmm. in character. I missed. I missed the fucking. uh, I was out of the country when uh, The Empire Strikes Back and Luke, Luke. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill made they, made his appearance. <laughs> well, to be fair, and, and that that has not that season is not on DVD. Oh, I've wow. got the other yeah. seasons on DVD, but that season isn't. Well, to be fair to your memory, there,
2: uh, Hamill also appeared alongside himself as Luke in one of the sketches. So I'm, he's playing Mark Hamill and he's playing Luke Skywalker in the same sketch. Yes. So, yeah, I so you're not wrong yeah. when you say Mark Hamill. I mean, Luke Skywalker. But I haven't I mean, seen
0: it. Oh, you've never seen it? <laughs> no, dude. Have I, you
2: tried YouTubing it? Because I think there's a few clips of it out there. Oh, They're not see. the greatest quality because it's a it's a pretty poor transfer. But I you hate can that. I, at least get an idea. I'm kind of Jeff
0: the... that way, Jeff. Okay, <laughs> it's like when that when when you get that really shitty transfer. Where there's no cleanup. Ugh. Eventually I have I've been at friends' houses where they're like, hey, wanna stream the movie that just came out this weekend? Oh, yeah. And they fire yeah. up they fire oh. up their fucking uh, Kindle box or Z or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I know. And what then you're they, they about. play and it's it's like it it's a fucking camera in a theater. Yeah, it's yeah. going across got, got the stream. <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of fuzzy. And they're watching it can't do it. You're watching know, it, and it's like, know. how the fuck are you enjoying this? It's like I mean, a really suspenseful part, be, and then... <laughs> yeah, you have to be doing this for bragging rights. You have to be. I can't believe you're enjoying this. The, the,
1: the thrill of the steal.
0: And I I actually <sighs> oh, mouthed yes. off so much, they would turn it off and get kind of grumpy oh, I, with I me. Can. I can't. Because I
1: just... In fact, anyone that brings it up to me, like at work, is a lot of people at work have yeah. it, and I'm like, like Cody How can you? or something Cody, like that? that's yes. what it is, Cody. Yes, 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 yeah, Cody. Cody. And it's,
0: it's, it's, it's so funny, because I'm not a moral purist. No. If you got one of those gem transfer things that occasionally come out that are really high quality, I'll sit down and watch it. <laughs> but the shit that is just fucking, come on. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Do it with me. Do it with the boys. <laughs> you get you the s- you get the you get the screening for the it uh, what's it called?
3: pool. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Uh. You know what? That just you know, <laughs> did you, I pillow I, you, buddy? You, you you pillowed me. yeah. <laughs> you know, Except
2: I, it was funny. I had to I had to make sure my memory Ooh, was Andy correct. Right now it's just <laughs> Ooh. when we were talking about. Um, Bad variety shows. I had this weird, vague memory of Andy Griffith in a variety show, and it turns out I was right. There was a oh yeah, like, uh, it's like Andy Griffith's like hol- uh, Hollywood Uptown Review or something like that. Holy crap! It, variety show. It it was god awful. I, I I just I have this memory of my parents watching it. It's not a very clear memory, but yeah, apparently
1: it was a thing. One of the best of all time, Smothers Brothers. Oh, I love so the Smothers Brothers. hard to beat. They were fucking subversive. They were getting people on there that were blacklisted.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I read... And doing edgy <clears throat> material. Yes. Charles Grodin's commentary where he was invited on as a producer for one episode, and they did a heavy anti-Vietnam uh, episode before it was really hip to be anti-Vietnam. And... Uh, they pulled the episode, and I don't
1: think it ever aired again. It was it was, mm. it was really, really heavy. I know what you want to talk about. I can't remember the name. The The song's called The Big Muddy, and it was a, he's a folk artist because they love to have folk artists on there. But it was a full-on Vietnam protest song during Vietnam, which did not happen on television. And,
0: and yeah, from what I remember him talking about, it was like uh, they were doing, like, Montage panels of wounded soldiers and, and shit like that. and Wouldn't surprise me. Apparently, CBS, I think they were on CBS, which was the a subversive pretty, yeah. sta- uh, uh, station at the time. Uh, they literally got a million calls and letters. Oh. I mean, they were literally smothered Yeah, with, with, yeah, with the, complaints. The, and
1: the song's by Pete Seeger, by the way. Check it out. It's a really cool anti-Vietnam song, The Big Muddy." Pete Seeger.
0: But anyway, yeah, they were great. God, they were great. Yeah. I have Dick Smothers in my collection of dick pics. Uh No, no, I'm serious. Whenever somebody starts like a a dick pic rant or something, occasionally I'll start flooding the thread with (laughs) dick pics. Dick Smothers, Dick Nixon, Dick Cheney. I just, I go through all these guys named Dick... (laughs) Start putting them in, and it, I usually get ignored. I don't understand what's going on. I
2: I, I I had one somewhere that says uh, it has a picture of Nixon, and it says in text on the top unsolicited, and then it says at the bottom dick pic. Yeah. So I I will send that one occasionally when somebody has you know complained about you know guys sending them, and it's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's really wrong that they do that. But here's an unsolicited dick pic yeah, too, really. and then see if I can get a laugh out of it. No likes. Doesn't, doesn't...
0: No likes? Yeah. <laughs> Prequ- All the likes. Frequently, that joke doesn't work. I don't get it. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, look, news. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh, fuck, we're still in the... Wow.
1: Godzilla and the Criterion Collection are celebrating a oh, major yeah. milestone. The, the Showa era of the Kaiju franchise is getting a massive Criterion Collection of its own, totaling 15 films. Wow from 1954 to 1975. And second, the prestigious box set will mark Criterion's 1,000th release since they put out a restored version of La Grande Illusion.
3: How much, how much, how much? It's back in
1: 1999. <laughs> yeah, brace yourself. <laughs> Included are the, of course, 1954 debut of Godzilla and Destroy All Monsters, All Gojira. Monsters Attack, Gojira. and Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla. Uh,
0: that one is really impossible to find by the way. Mecha Godzilla. Th- that yeah. that's a big one to be in there because that one is tough.
1: And along with all the films of course, loads of special features, interviews, commentary tracks and new art. Uh, Criterion's Godzilla box set will be available for purchase on October 29th and no, I have no no pricing info. Pricing info.
0: Yeah, it's October 29th you say? And and the covers? October 29th. He's right. The, the covers uh done by various comic artists beautiful you got like a uh arthur adams godzilla cover uh, uh jeff darrow um there's some it's some it's some really cool stuff Tuesday. It, okay. it's yeah it's D-
2: <laughs>
1: Tuesday, <laughs> tuesday's dvd release day always has <laughs> been always okay, all right.
0: but it's but yeah that yeah, when I, it was really funny because when I saw that too, I'm like, yeah, sure, bullshit. They're not gonna have Mecha Godzilla, and I was like, holy shit! Because that one, it's the the rights mess. You think Marvel was a fucking mess? Apparently, 1960s, 1970s Godzilla was a fucking mess. It was like it was almost almost like a different distributor for every movie. Oh wow! So. It 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 was a huge wrangle, and the complications surrounding Mecha Godzilla. I got a. Uh, it was a Japanese um, version, um, that I I think it, I think it might be region free, but this one and it was an excellent transfer, so it it was it was top notch, but it just it was a Japanese version that happened to include an English. subtitle track Mm. and since I'm subs rather than dubs uh, it worked out perfectly for me and it's it's, so it's it's not even Godzilla versus the cosmic monster which was the American edit dub release which was actually oh no how well I I was about to ask how do you screw up a 70s era Godzilla movie but never mind (laughs) but but, but anyway that was impressive so this collection is something to be Impressed by? I'm gonna buy it. Oh yeah! If I yep. yeah,
2: the the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie was on the other night, and goddamn, I forgot how terrible that film. Why is. did you do that to yourself? Uh, I only watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. He was
0: sleeping through something oh, prior, but, uh, and then he woke up, <laughs> and he's just like, ah.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, talk about Godzilla and messes. Whew, that was a mess of a film.
0: It's funny. It. it
2: I remember how much. It was hyped going into it, though. Oh, yeah. Huge. Fucking huge. The media blitz and the merchandising blitz. It was monstrous. I mean, uh,
0: Taco Bell.
2: Roland Emmerich was a
0: fucking name. Yeah. Up until that movie.
2: (laughs) And then the movie came out, and everybody was like, this is terrible.
0: Um, I remember arguing with Steve because this Godzilla didn't have fire breath, and he said, yes, he did and i'm like no no they had godzilla scream through an exploding car yeah. and they kind it, they took the piss out yeah. of the fire breath there was yeah. no fire breath. no 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 fact, and it, i think
2: it was officially called power breath too because yeah. it was just that he was uh, the creature was able to
1: power breath
2: yeah it, the creature was able Woken to up with that. exhaust so much you know breath that it uh, you know would push like, things oh super breath yeah
0: Superman has yeah, But But hey, you know, not like our current Godzilla.
1: So since we don't have much in the way of news, because Mm. Comic-Con, you know, come (laughs) pull. Somewhere Deadpool
2: is going, ooh, sequel title.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's do a little red light, green light.
2: going to make this shit anyway. Without okay. Andy? Wow. Well, the the monkeys will be the, uh, the shock monkeys will be the deciding vote if we sure. tie.
1: Now, I've been, and I've got shit ton of them. I've, I've had them for, yeah. for ages, some of these. My God.
0: And Todd and I are going to be green lighting, and you and Jeff are going to be red lighting, so there'll be lots of tiebreakers.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, all right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, God, this is a stack. Oh, Jesus. This is why we can't take vacations, people. Get all these backed up, and now we've got to figure out what we're going to do with all these. All right, let's see. Uh, red light, green light, guys. The Discovery Channel has lined up a new alien investigation series. Red light. That will red shadow <clears throat> an alien hunting team, quote, as they look for evidence needed to prove that extraterrestrials have made contact with the human world, unquote. Red light. Simply titled Contact, the new show is reportedly being pitched as a, quote, radical, new, comprehensive approach in the quest to spot off world visitors by, quote, bringing together millions of data points, credible eyewitness accounts, and declassified government reports, unquote, staffed by a team of experienced academics, ex-government researchers and journalists. The six-member group will follow former CIA targeting officer and author Mike Cole, and conflict. Oh, green light. <laughs> and conf- you shut
2: your mouth. And
1: conflict analyst Dr. Michael Livingston, while compiling declassified footage of fast-moving objects, patterns, and social media sightings that coincide with seismic activity or eyewitness accounts that connect to evidence from the past. Unquote. Contact is slated to arrive on Discovery. Beginning August seventh at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah, this next week. Yeah,
0: Mike Cole. <clears throat> he 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 mentioned that he was in a new series that he couldn't talk about. So, and I knew it was another reality thing. I didn't know it was this. So yeah, no, green light. <clears throat> really? Um, uh, I I what? I support Mike Cole.
1: Uh, looking at all this, uh, this is a show I just cannot get behind. Listen. I cannot get behind this at all because there's so many like them. Uh, but absolute green light because Mike Cole. Yeah.
0: There you go. The Mike Cole show. Yeah.
3: I'm going to stay red. A very shaky camera, red light in the distance. Oh. That's <laughs> weird, but Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like all the videos. Oh, it's something up there. Oh, oh, like oh, a, oh like God, a look at it. Is. UFO sighting. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: The first one goes to Bring the Bring in the then. funny,
3: Matt.
0: Oh, I have a tripod right there, but I'm just going <laughs> 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 uh, uh, to. Yeah. I, I, I think Andy's happy. that, not that We're do working not just as hard <laughs> as he does. I believe in aliens. It's just
3: they, they haven't come here.
1: Yeah. Right. So, so do I, but Mike Cole. Mike Cole. Yeah.
3: Well, you, so monkeys. 50 50, so it goes to yeah. the lair. Do layer. you
1: support Mike Cole or are you a fucking heathen? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what it comes down to. Where or do you decide just where you are.
2: Not support bad projects, even if it's somebody that you like attached to
0: them.
1: Heathen. Heathen. Right here on our show. Two of them. Two of them. Two of them. Mm. Yep. All right. So that was a split decision.
2: Well, I mean, Matt doesn't have a soul, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow. So are you saying my red light only counts as half a red light? So no, green? I'm just I'm just three saying I'm just light. saying if you, if
2: if they're saying you're a heathen, you know.
3: Oh, Okay. All right. Apparently,
2: I am too, though. So. <laughs>
0: In that case, we won.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: one and three fifths to two.
4: Yes. Yes. Ooh, red light, green light.
1: All right, here we go. How about this one? There? Maybe we can come to a consensus on this. Elizabeth Banks and her Brownstone Productions label are teaming with Warner Brothers Animation to launch a new primetime series based on The Flintstones. I heard about this one already. A new series is described as a, quote, adult comedy series based on an original idea featuring characters from The Flintstones, unquote. How is that
3: a red light... (laughs) A giant Bam Bam
1: red light. A description like that's vague enough to mean it could take any number of directions and follow any number of new or established characters in the franchise. Of course, the original Flintstone series about a working class husband and father, Fred Flintstone, and his family's adventures in the town of Bedrock, ran for six years and more than 150 episodes from in the 60s on ABC. Can
0: you believe that? Right?
2: Right? And it ran in
1: primetime,
2: too. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. a primetime show. Yeah.
1: Simpsons before The Simpsons. And Banks is yep. not the first to attempt a modern reboot of the franchise. Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane tried to launch the new version on Fox back in 2011, but it ultimately fizzled. Would he
0: get the. Well, I'd say, would he please get the fuck away from Fox, but there really is no one else They who keep would giving take him. him money.
2: They keep giving him money. Huh. I mean, yeah. he never thought the Orville would, you know. Make it because he it was that was a project he really wanted to do. Fox was willing to give him a shot, but he thought he'd experience the same you know one and done yeah. season that they always seem to do with sci-fi. But yeah. he's getting a third season out of well, the show that yeah, he but, wants but to do, but not on Fox. He's yeah. he's, he's going, going to Hulu. He's going, to
0: Hulu. Yeah. he's going to Hulu. Yeah, is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox let him go, or it's I don't know some tangential... De- well, because the last I heard Disney, is that Fox. they
2: that they had renewed it. But oh, I didn't no. hear that yeah. it was being renewed. It's and, going and moved to yeah, to Hulu. it's going to
0: Hulu, so it's it's almost like a Brooklyn 99 or whatever the fuck one of those that. Sh- well, Brooklyn 99 went to went to
2: another network. went to NBC, but they also crossed. Well, it was already on Hulu,
0: yeah, as a Fox. But I mean, series, but. Cr- crossing uh, the the broad. Yeah, the, I got going you. to another broadcaster, so. So uh, so adult comedy Flintstones
1: from the Elizabeth uh, Banks story. I like
0: Elizabeth Banks, so I would wish her luck on this. Right? I, I don't know what the hell, I mean, m- maybe Dino and the Rubble's Cat.
2: I just don't know what uh, you do with the Flintstones in this day and age. Because, I mean, the TV series does not hold up. I mean, it's...
1: It's the Honeymooners. Yeah. It's,
2: it's the Honeymooners, but it's very, like, I've tried watching an episode... It's like a year or two ago, and it's as an adult using adult eyes looking back on it. I'm like, it's very misogynistic. It's very class centric.
1: It's a living.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not a series that
0: would hold up in the modern well class centric. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you can capture the well, well hence the the, the Roseanne c- crowd. Well, I meant more like he's he's <laughs> clearly a
2: middle class. Lower middle class income. Working class. Working class. He's a
0: construction worker. Yeah. On that. Right. Brontosaurus crane, which are no longer called brontosauruses. But, you know, it's also not a very diverse show. Well, maybe that's her aim. Yeah, it could diversify. Be. Maybe that's what she's trying you know, to. I g- don't know. Give I'm chicks just... more to do. I um, feel
1: that's Elizabeth Banks. I think that's where she's. Yeah, I don't.
0: I mean, you know, when I mean? when, when you look at when, uh, actually, Jeff, I think you're strengthening the case for, for a, a reboot, reboot when you describe it that way because there obviously is a lot of shit you can you can fix that you want to you, know, you know repair history.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I mean Flintstones are always Flintstones, but what? yeah. You can take that basic idea and go many places with it. You don't have to, especially based on this, since it's radical new comprehension. Uh, but the <laughs> I, I missed where it's at. Where does that go? Where'd that part go? I think it erased itself. I mean,
2: I want to. I want to green light it. Can't read it now. His brain won't
0: re- read it.
2: I want to green light it because it's Elizabeth Banks and. At the same time, think of she all did the- just reboot uh, Charlie's Angels. So, I, I, and like that was another project I thought you know that doesn't need to be rebooted. Hmm. It says original
1: mean, idea featuring characters from the Flintstones.
0: <laughs> <My> <laughs> original idea? Uh, <sighs> that's a great. I don't. I don't know. Great on this one. blurb.
1: Or <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is. Think
0: of all the stuff that's wrong back yeah. then, and think of it being made today where that stuff wouldn't be there. Hmm. Like I said, I mean, the further adventures of Fred and Barney. Well, what are you going to go for? I mean, what's your, what's your take on it? Are you uh, going to write to uh, us? I'll, comments ugly comments? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll write to you next week. I'll, I'll give it a green light because banks and also because literally, I think your argument convinced me that there's actually a bunch of places they can go. Characters, I have no fucking clue. I, I, I mean, if they're doing original I like you think idea, it's a series that needs to be redeemed. Uh, well, redeemed. I hate that fucking. You I, know, well, I, 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 I mean, for I, lack I of a better word, you know, just just you can do more with it now.
1: Yeah. you can okay. do a lot more with it as long as they don't. We've transported these people out of time into the new oh, time. Jesus. As long as they don't do that I don't, thing, it, I've got the green on it.
0: Yeah. Ooh, <sighs> that could be crazy. Remember a man called Flintstone? <laughs> that was that was the take on a man called Flint, where Fred. Yeah. He actually ends up becoming a spy. He has to become a spy because yep. its its like a third man type thing or something. I where, don't remember this at all. Yeah, it was—it was—it was a TV movie special. Huh. But uh, that was fun. wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeff! God damn it, Matt!
3: I honestly don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I'm uh, torn. That red hair, yeah. Jesus!
3: I don't care for the Flintstones. Fuck it, green light <laughs> <laughs> i'm really no, i'm really
2: switch, switch i'm really torn on this one i really want to red light it to be honest but well, go ahead we won but i think i'll green light it just because it's elizabeth banks and her production company and yeah i would like to see what she's gonna do with it i'll give it a, a pilot Order, there you then, go. Uh, yeah, there you we'll, go. Uh, we'll Nothing wrong with looking there.
1: at a pilot. Right, we do that all the right. time. If only you had that kind of faith in Mike Cole, you heathen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, all
0: right. I got a pile. <laughs> you got a pile. I'm looking like scorpions or something. Poor, poor Matt. Now he's he. Unfortunately, folks, my carpet is like uh, scorpion is color. is older than some of our fans, <laughs> and. Um, So you can look at the carpet and you think there might be something there when it's really just it's just a spot that is been there for. Unfortunately, my parents dropped a lot of cigarettes in their day. So there Mm. are there are a lot of cigarette burns as well as, you know, other problems with the carpet. So it's easy to just glance out of the side of your eye and be like, oh. One but. step at a time, Kirsten, one step at a time.
1: One step on a forward. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: I just yeah. One, one, scorpion one scorpion at a time. One scorpion at a time. Yeah. Well, and as you guys noticed, when I squish him, I leave him on the wall as a warning to the others. Ah. <laughs> yeah. It's a goddamn graveyard Tell this the here. Rest of your That's right. They fucking bites. know now. They know, and that was a baby scorpion. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, wait till you meet the mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: He'll wake up one morning like, Kirsten, did yeah. you kill my baby? Really, really. <laughs> He's sitting on his chest facing yeah, him with like are you this hanging giant.
1: Web? Oh, there's n- much you, you don't monster. know about a scorpions. God. <laughs> All right, uh, red light, green light. Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy novels are coming to Hulu as a TV show. Ah, green light. The project's being developed by the duo of Carlton Coos from Lost and Glock and Key. Uh, Lost Red Light. And feature writer Jason Fuchs from Wonder Woman Ice Age Continental Drift as well. Ooh, tentative green. And a green light for (laughs) Fuchs. Uh, An ingenious mixture of science fiction and absurdist comedy, Adams' books are about Arthur Dent, a man who goes on all kinds of strange interstellar adventures when Earth is unceremoniously demolished to make way for an alien bypass. The title refers to a handy encyclopedia guidebook that aids one traversing the cosmos. Don't panic. Ford Prefect, Arthur's neighbor and friend, who's also secretly an alien, first introduces Arthur slash readers to the concept and explains that the guidebook is constantly being updated with tips, tricks, and practices by individuals hitching rides among the stars. Uh, Coos and Fuchs will write, produce, and showrun the series, which will update the source material for the modern era. In terms of what they'll be drawing from, there are a total of six books in the Hitchhiker series. Interpretations of the novels have also been produced for theater, radio, video games, comics, and a short-lived TV series on the BBC in 1981. The project falls under the purview of ABC Signature, a streaming-slash-cable branch of the ABC studios where Hughes and his production company, Genre Arts, have a first-look deal. Fuchs is penning the pilot script. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy on Hulu red light green light.
2: I got to give it a green light because I love the book True. and you know got to got to get more Hitchhikers into the
0: Zeitgeist. That's my feeling. Oh, um, so the fact that it has been done before doesn't bother you.
2: No, uh and it's interesting you say that too because <laughs> I remember when the BBC version <laughs> hit PBS when I was a kid. I had a really hard time watching it because it's it's so dry. Yeah, my my child brain couldn't wrap my head around it.
3: There's also a movie though. Yeah, but, well, not back then there wasn't.
2: But yeah, the the <laughs> movie came later, um, and I, you know, I know people had problem with the movie. I liked the movie. I well, mean, he certainly, fine. certainly yeah. there wasn't everything that everybody was hoping for. But I mean that. Come You're my. never gonna get that with a movie.
0: Sam Rockwell Zaphod. Exactly. It definitely Sam had a better Zaphod
1: than the eighty-one series did. Right. It? That extra head just didn't work. in the And wasn't history. Alan Rickman 81. the voice
2: of the robot too in, yes. in the movie? Yes. He was. And I mean, you can't go wrong with Alan Rickman. So, um, yeah, I you know I want to greenlight it. I, I think yeah. Hulu. I mean just based on what I have seen on Hulu for their original series, I think they'll do a fine job with it. I think they'll be true to the material. That's just my feeling on it. So, yeah, green light. I
3: will
1: also green light it. I enjoyed the movie.
0: I already said green. I read a bit of the book.
1: Hitchhack is one of my favorite books of all time. I I love... I I probably read that book about at least once every two years. Well, that
0: explains why you're behind on shit. Yeah. (laughs) That explains a lot. He
2: keeps going back and rereading things.
0: Yeah.
1: I got to it. It calls to me, Uh, and if you haven't listened to the radio version, the original version that he did before it was a novel, it was a radio play. Hmm. Yeah, Jeff, I'm gonna have to go look that up. Check it out. Seriously, go go on wherever you get your audio books. Whether it's it's Audible it? or okay. Overdrive or Hoopla oh, yeah. or Libby, they all friggin' have it. Go find it. It's a beautifully written piece of work.
0: I had a friend who was big on Hitchhikers back in college, and he told me about the radio thingy. So, um, and of course, Andy would mention it if he was here. Oh yeah, he's probably screaming at uh, his headphones
1: right now. Glorious, glorious through and through. Green light. I want to see what it's one of those things, kind of like Shakespeare. I want to see other people's interpretations of it.
0: Yeah, dude. I think that's where the future of a lot of things is actually going. Yeah, Uh, I think that's the future of comics, to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah, give up. I am severe. uh, uh, I was gonna say divergence, severe tangent, but digression. There we go. Yeah, but I think comics. They really need to take a soft line to continuity, and they actually should focus on, hey, this guy writing this super team. Hey, this woman writing this character and this artist doing a run and stuff like that, staying true and, to the feel of the exactly
2: the theming as opposed to an exact interpretation right. And, and of, just
0: and doing their version. I, I got was, you. I yeah. was looking yeah. at a, a yet another Joaquin Phoenix Joker trailer. And I'm I mean, looking forward to that movie. I'm, I'm still interested, not, but I'm, I'm interested to see it to see what it's all yeah. about. I'm interested. I don't view it as a canon no. continuity anything. Right. I'm just interested in what they're going to be doing. Yeah, I want to see this
1: interpretation.
0: And I think, I think that's actually the future. For a lot of this stuff, if you want to keep going, decade after decade after decade with with some of these franchises, you eventually have to, I think, enter into well. Let's what's this version? What's this approach? Like the uh, the whole recent James Bond thing, hmm. right? Sure. Uh, they going to be the Black Chick, and it's just the like, one that we mentioned earlier.
2: Uh, Lashana to- Lynch. Uh, no, that played, was played that, Rambo in.
0: That was Rambo Last Blood. Yeah, that, was that was the was menstruation. Movie. But the yeah, actress that, is the, the one
2: that's in 007. Yeah. 007, 007. is La, the new Last 007. Menstruation. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, that's where, well, the, that's where the tie-in <laughs> was. Yeah, but they
0: talked about it at Comic Con, and that's and, where I thought you were going you know, with it. And, and, nah, but I was, I was going with, with you know, we're, we're, you're just entering the age of hey, this is this is how we're going to do it. I don't know, five, seven, ten years. And then yeah. we'll do another interpretation. And I really think that's in going to end up being being the the future. Sure. I look forward to Poon Raker.
2: <laughs> you say Poonraker? Yeah. Yes, he did.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Mm. Uh, <laughs> you only come you know, twice. It's, it's, it's funny because I suddenly remembered the Mad Magazine take <gasps> Cock <on> the Pussy. <laughs> The Mad Magazine take of Moonraker was Moon Raper. Because they were raping the moon for resources and stuff. But anyway, it's, it's no Even more though it had nothing to do with it. Is. Yeah. Uh, I was going to
0: say something. Uh,
3: I'm just trying to think of titles here. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say, yeah, poor points. man. He's
0: ragging his own. I got to score one. I got to score one. In I got to regar- score one. That one doesn't sound
2: good. In, in regard the, to the
0: yeah, Joker yeah, movie, I Dr. No means Dr. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh. 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 That's kind of true to the movie anyway. Um. <laughs> I'm still one of those
2: DC fans that doesn't believe that you need to have a Joker origin because I like the fact that his origins are a mystery, yeah. even though they have done a couple of side you know, one-offs that have... You know, tried to address his origin. Thunderballs.
3: Go for it. Yeah, you're just.
1: Waiting. <laughs> but the man with the golden
2: blunder. I'm, <laughs> I'm interested to see what Joaquin Phoenix has done with the film, even though it's probably not going to fit into my sensibilities for the Batman series. But hey, uh, I'm interested
1: uh, at least you're, you're, to take check it out. Your preconceived notions of what yeah, I don't think DC it's a
0: Batman series at all. No, I okay. think it's about some guy who breaks down and becomes a psycho named Joker, and that's pretty much. I mean, you know, there. Are, it's funny too, because there are a few bits in there. It almost feels Scorsese esque. You see that brief glimpse of Robert De Niro, obviously being a a host on some kind of late night Carson like show, which is a direct reference to King of Comedy. Um, so it's
1: it's You're right. It is very Scorsese esque. Yeah,
0: it's it's it, it's rather it you know. I just watch Mean Street so I know ah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Um I've but, got uh, it on yes. my Netflix queue. I
1: feel you. <laughs>
0: uh but um yeah, live and let <laughs> 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 Poor poor Matt. He's like he gave up. He live just in that pie. Brown eye. <laughs> 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 Instead of golden <laughs> eye. Golden
3: yes. golden brown eye. <laughs> no, just brown eye. Just
0: brown eye. Brown eye. Yeah. There you go. Good job. Good I got job. it. I mean I wouldn't know I was, mean, no, I was
3: fixed on men with the I'm like, man with the what? You only man come twice?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Is that what you said that I, okay. was my follow up wow. to Poon oh, okay. Raker. Yeah. Alright. I went with the obvious one early, Jeff. Consciously.
0: <laughs> What's forever? Diamonds are forever. Yes, diamonds diamond? are forever. Stink finger. Yeah. Stink finger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know.
1: I know <laughs> it's <laughs> somewhere between the porn parody and a tool song. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, we've, yeah, yeah.
0: we've already we've already had gold members, so I was yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Gold finger. That's why I was just, trying to. Uh, I'll just figure out push we that aside because I, I got nothing. I got nothing else. Um, yeah. Tomorrow. Orgy Royale? No.
3: No. Mm.
0: No? No. No. Royale with cheese? I don't like that. Tarantino's porn (laughs) bond take.
1: Uh, Bad image. Wow.
0: A Tarantino porn?
1: Yes, sure. Why Why not? (laughs) (laughs) From Russia with crabs? (laughs) And Todd
0: goes full Hollywood producer. Whatever, just leave my office. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a blank check. James Rames is good with Go. the ball gag. Get him again. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> God. Oh, dear. God, who then started this um, line of bullshit?
0: Yeah, Jeff.
2: Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, that's right. It was this. Jeff. It was. Yeah. I'm used to getting blamed for everything. You
0: know what? It was Andy. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be funny because I'm so from like, now what did I do? Yeah, Andy's oh, gonna wait, wait, what going to come in with a list like? of porn-parodied Bond movies. He's going to shake it out and dramatically read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on Her Majesty's queefing service. <laughs>
0: oh! <laughs> yeah. Servicing on Her Majesty.
1: There you go. <laughs> Red light, green light. We got, uh, we got stuff here. Yeah, lunch break's over. <laughs> 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 uh, red light, green light. Queeby has landed. Okay, next. <laughs> you
2: haven't even said anything. Why are you saying the safe word?
1: Yeah, really. Uh, Why are you safe wording yourself? I'm safe wording that l- whole last segment. Queeby has landed. Jumper and Edge of Tomorrow director Doug Lyman oh to helm a new superhero series titled Crazy Talented. Lyman has signed on to direct the new show, which will be based on a short story by Stephen Gould, the same author whose Jumper Lyman adapted in 2008 sci-fi movie of the same name. Crazy Talented will follow the world-protecting exploits of a cast of psychiatric patients, quote, convinced by a charismatic leader that their defects are actually extraordinary talents. <laughs> Whether they're right or wrong about their special gifts, they'll be tasked with defending Earth from the world's most devastating threat, alien weapons falling into the wrong hands and obliterating life as we know it. Lyman joins the growing list of A-list creators who's hopped on board Queeby, that's short for Quick bites followed by former Disney executive Jeffrey Katzenberg. The platform already has inked Steven Spielberg, Guillermo del Toro, Catherine Hardwick, Sam Raimi, Jason Blum, and more to helm separate short-form projects, many of them firmly rooted in science fiction and horror. No casting or release date for Crazy Talented, but it likely won't debut before April 2020. That's when Queeby is expected to go live with its base subscription cost of 4.99 per month. So, red light, green light for Crazy Talented.
3: I like and, it. I like it. But it's on Queeby, so.
1: Oh, dude, if no. you're going
0: to red light everything on streaming. I know. Green light. The f-
1: streaming is the future. We need you to hop on board the Tomorrow Train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that another '70s song? I think so. It's, I think uh, Starland Vocal Band did it. It was not very hop good. Hop on board, hop on tomorrow board. train. Hop on board. Green light. <laughs> <On there. laughs> we sang him <them> into it.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that? that? Felt right. That felt right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say uh, green light as well. Uh, sure. It sounds original. Sounds interesting. Um, and it's short form, so why not?
1: i love the idea of a bunch of psychiatric patients who may or may not having special powers convinced that they do and going off to save the universe i right. just that's I,
0: fun i love the plethora of superhero stuff whether it's people actually uh, doing some kind of superhero-esque thing um <clears throat> uh former star trek the experience alum ben stopper who's uh, now moved to hollywood he's actually working his way into becoming a film actor And this kid is actually kicking ass. And he's doing it right. He got himself a thorough resume uh, in non-union stuff here in Vegas. And he planned ahead. He went out to Hollywood with a cash, a wad of cash. And he got himself a place to live. And he's already getting his SAG vouchers and working with people there. And he's in some low-budget indie series called... Like the immortals. Okay. And they are like superhero type people. Uh with you know, people with superpowers. So it's like all sorts of people are doing this type of thing now. And whether it's the boys, which is kind of deconstructing stuff, or this, which is and you know, Jumper. Jumper's not full on crime solving superheroes, but it's people with weird powers that doesn't go into a supernatural realm or a science fictional, you know, MacGuffin thing. So I really do like that. And I like that the, you know, because actually the superhero genre is an incredibly flexible genre. You can do, I think you can do a hell of a lot with it. And I like to see all this stuff that's going on. So so more power to, I mean, I don't really... (laughs) <laughs> it's a queevy. I don't re- I, I did not you know sorry apologies I didn't recognize the guy's name but I recall Jumper so sure go for it Dave Dave Green
1: he also did Edge of Tomorrow yes, oh, yes. that was the original thing oh, that you yes. mentioned
0: uh, live die repeat all you need is kill uh, any, any news forward on the sequel for that
1: not, as Not, yet. Yet. Yeah. Not for a little I while. Read still, because that's going to be.
0: I mean, I just.
1: It'd be tough. <sighs> to, tough to follow that
0: up because well, they'll figure. Something. They kind of wrapped it up in a neat little bow. Yeah, again. yeah. No.
1: Here, here's where I might have gotten sucked in on the whole Queeby thing.
0: Uh, four ninety nine with
1: this. Uh, oh. The, the, yeah, that <coughs> any cost makes me shudder. But what a great place to translate great short stories. If that's your your whole short form entertainment, then sure you get the uh, anthology TV shows, anthology movies. That's where all the short stories tend to go. Twilight Zone and so on. There's a plethora of beautiful, wonderful horror and science fiction short story, fantasy short stories out there that are just sitting out there. And Queeby seems like the kind of place that they belong. Yeah. So... Yeah. There you go. Kind of.
0: There you go. Kind of
1: considering it. What do you think? uh, Listen, we we had a lot of green lights here. I don't think we outright redded anything except for the goddamn heathens on that first one. We won't support Mike Cole. So do you support Mike Cole? Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Maple Leaf Mats. And we'll talk to you next week
3: in Geek. Didn't we red light the alien investigation one? No,
1: that's a half. And that's, half. Them, that's, that's them. That's the Mike the, Cole. That's the one. You heathen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. Thunder cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder cunt. <laughs> no, that's the James Bond yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. good. Thunder yeah, cunt. Thunder I like that. Cunt. Yeah. I really like that.
0: Boy, cunt is featured a lot in the boys. I was wondering. That word is is there.
1: It's it's a lot in the comic book. Yeah. It's it's all l- over the comic. Yeah. When I was reading, I was like. Are they going to translate that? Or they're just going to change this into a lot of twats.
0: Yeah, no. Wow. I mean, I mean, twats gets used, but yeah, it's uh, it's. Uh,
1: you got Je- Jeff, Jeff there. Jeff, they're, like you that. Got on the twat. <laughs> twats get used. <laughs> twats there you get go. used. Twats I, get used. I think we found the name of the show. <laughs>
0: oh man, what
3: are you I, saying? You got that? That's I was you. hoping
0: for yeah, but I was hoping for Cumpool. Yeah. C O M E. They won't know until it's too late.
1: I have a feeling they'll suspect.